What's up, boys and girls? It's your boy, Evan Hodgman. And it's your dog, Owen Towers. LG and Country. That's right. It's your host, Evan, here. Sadly, Owen's not here today for the podcast. He's dealing with family business up back in Iowa. Please be praying for him and his family as they go through this hard time. But anyway, we came to join here today because, as many of you know, and I dropped it last um, OG and Co. episode, the song Plucking Daisies. And, you know, we're just getting filled with messages and questions and requests asking us to elaborate on what Plucking Daisies is. Okay, perfect. Basically, it's the start of something grand, new, and amazing. It is Evan Heisman, who is me, country music career. We're going straight into it. And, you know, people are asking, Evan, I see you around school, you know. I mean, you're looking always amazing, immaculate, and sexy. But I never really took you for the country music and the um, creator type. You know, I consider myself a young Morgan Lawn from the beginning. But when I set out to make Plucking Daisies about nine months ago, I still have only created two verses, and she threw them both away. But you might be wondering who's with me today. It is Chase. Won't say your last name because we can't get canceled already. It's Chase, baby. Chase is with us today. You might be asking, well, who's Chase, Evan? Chase is a homegirl from down south. We both live in Liberty together. Um, I've known her for you know quite a bit. I'd say probably about mm, like a year. Um, She's also my ex-boyfriend's boyfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> girlfriend. She's my ex-boyfriend's girlfriend, uh, my, 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 boy, my main man, Michael Cochran's boy, girlfriend. Tripping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know, she's, yeah, um, but she was actually my music writer before they started dating. So my ghost writer of some sorts. But yeah, you know, Chase, why don't you take a moment and introduce yourself to all of our fans and family. Hi, I'm Chase. Chase, where are you from? Kansas City. Kansas City. Chase, how long have you been musically involved? With? Music. <laughs> how long have you been involved in music? Like 10, 10, 10 years. All right, now what all instruments can you play? A lot. I can play uh, piano, guitar, right. uh-huh. bass guitar. Now bass. It's not. Okay, bass um, guitar. And then I sing. Okay, 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 okay. Chase, just so we can get your overall understanding of music and see if it's valid or not. Five favorite artists right now. No. I'm not familiar with that guy. What genre is he? (laughs) You don't want to know, what's your five favorite artists right now? Right now? Yeah, right now or all time, all time. All time? Yeah, lay it out there. Okay, obviously, first we gotta go Whitney Houston. You know who that is? Yeah, I know who Whitney Houston is. Okay. I actually did a CSI report over her death. Okay, number two would be Queen. I wouldn't let you crack with <laughs> Queen. Queen. Like Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Word, word, word. Number three would probably be Elevation Worship. Okay, number three is Elevation Wars. Number four. Um, Charlie Puth. Okay, Charles, Charles. Who's number five? Ariana Grande. You understand you're writing country songs for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not one country singer makes that list? No. Top five? No. Now, 
you like music, you're a big music person. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to a concert? And if you have, who's like the best person you've seen live? I've seen, I went to like Winter Jam and stuff, but. Oh, word, word, uh, word. Don't remember those very well. Okay. And then uh, Elevation, and Maverick City was probably the best one I've seen live. Maverick City, perfect. I've only seen one person live. His name's Co Wetzel. He's kind of different from Maverick City. I know. Just just the hair. I believe me and Mike were actually there together. I believe he told all the people to go do their cocaine in the bathroom before they left so they wouldn't get arrested. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's I mean, he's different. He's a different type of guy. He really is. So out of all your top favorite people, <coughs> and, you know, they make amazing songs, and I'm sure, you know, you connect to music differently. Like, I'm trying to connect to people through my music. What's, like, your favorite lyric of all time coming from that song? Any song that I've written? No, 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 not not you've <coughs> written that you've heard. I have no clue. You don't know? I know a lot of songs. That is true, I guess. But there's not one lyric that just stands out to you that you hold your heart on. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know mine yet because I didn't think about this question. I don't know the whole lyric, but it right. talks about butterfly effect. What's the butterfly effect? Oh, when you go back in time and you feel a butterfly, it changes everything. No. Oh. The butterfly effect is basically <laughs> the flap of a butterfly's wings will cause a tornado or hurricane like two weeks later in Tokyo. Tokyo. So like if a butterfly were to flap its wings in California, right, it would cause a hurricane in Tokyo. And so it's basically Damn. the idea that the smallest like decision can have one of the largest outcomes. Word. Okay, so it stands mm. for something. Because I was about to say, no way butterflies can make t- tornadoes. <laughs> But yeah, hey, hey, I messed with that. I do mm-hmm. mess with that. That's that's cool. That, I, I respect that. That's nice. Okay, Chase, what was your first reaction when I sent you the first DM saying I need you to write a song for me? That's not how it happened. Okay, great. How did that happen? <laughs> we were sitting in the joust well, and yeah. we were talking about it. Oh my gosh, yeah, I remember this now. It was yeah. before an intramural football game. Yeah. Yeah. And then what was your first reaction? And complete that story because I don't remember. So we were sitting... <laughs> We're sitting at the joust, mm-hmm. eating dinner yeah. um, before an intramural game, mm-hmm. and you were talking about, yeah, we were eating dinner in the joust before yeah. your football game, mm-hmm. and you were talking about a certain someone, um, so you uh, were talking about a certain someone, yeah. and how you had an idea for a song about her, Okay. Um, and it was clearly a breakup song, and you had lyrics about it, uh-huh. and Dom goes... Or no, Bethany, she goes, you know, she writes songs. And then Dom made a joke about me writing a whole album for you. And I was like... And now we're here. Yeah, and I was like, I wouldn't mind. I like writing songs. And then you sent me, you showed me the lyrics that you had. Did I? You did. I didn't think I showed anybody You sent them to me, and they weren't that bad. Really? Yeah. I didn't send anyone those lyrics. You sent them to me. And I drew from your lyrics to put them in the song. I did not know that. Now you do. I didn't know I sent them to you. You sent them to me. I thought I kept them in the video, like in the back of my mind, like something only no, me and my you, counselor you would know. No, you definitely sent them to me. Dang, that's tough. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, and then I'll start from, so Puckin' Daisies is a song written about a certain someone, and we won't go deep into that unless they are present in this room with me. Then I'll do a podcast about that. But Puckin' Daisies is written about a certain someone, and... I wrote some, wrote some of it, and then like I said, I was gonna make this big song about it and become rich and famous, and that is still yet to be determined. 
But anyway, I knew I needed help with it. You know, I sent out, you know, a couple things here and there. Apparently, I sent you something. Mm-hmm. And then now we have um, what we have, which is actually kind of a completed song. Mm-hmm. We have it completed. Plucking Days is complete, but it's going to drop with the album called The Greenhouse Effect, even though, like I said, I wasn't going to name it that, but that's the only name I got for it. The Greenhouse Effect, kind of a fire name for an album. I agree. Plucking Daisies. Don't think it's just a dumb song name because it actually like means something, which is kind of interesting. But anyway, she wrote that song, and we're we're about to hit the you know studio to record and stuff, and we're doing we're doing all the great things. We're setting up for a completion of being the number one country music artist of all time, and this is the first step to it. And Chase is the first songwriter, and probably the only songwriter. And I promised her and whoever she gets married with. Not trying to name drop any names was my boy MC. Their kids, I'm putting them through college. So you know, thanks, thanks for the applause. Thank you for the applause. I'm a charity man, but you know, yeah. So then that started. Very humble. Then I hit you with some other song ideas, right? Because I knew I just couldn't drop one because I knew the people would want more from me. Right. So then the other song ideas. Oh, don't name drop any of them. No, but we came up with like twelve. And they all had to do with flowers, or like state flowers. So yeah, we came up with a couple different song ideas, and they're all being added to the album. And out of the songs we have, I think three of them are about real people. Three different people. Isn't that true? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so you know, so you know, I don't, you know, I'm just saying, you know, it's an album that means something about real people, about real girls who had a total lasting impact on me and that I didn't just make a couple songs about, even though it wasn't really anything. Yeah. Real impactful to my life. So, you know, I'm coming up with that real knowledgeable stuff and they're really good songs. Mm-hmm. Now, Chase, when I, what was your first reaction to when I asked you to write me an album? I thought it was a joke at first, for yeah, real. Um, I, thought I thought it was a joke. And now it's setting in that this is going to be your life. Yep, it is setting in that this will be my life. Yeah. Yep, it just hit me, actually. Just hit you. Just did. And, if, if, and when it will be your life, is that something you'd be very proud to do? Is that what you imagine yourself doing, writing a song for D. Evan Heisman? Never in a million years you would never I have thought that. Never. So when you first... So when you first, DJ's taking his beer, so when you first met me, you did not think you'd be writing these songs for me? No. Not at all? Not even a little yeah, bit. I didn't even know you sang. Chase, this is the time I gotta come true to you. I barely ever sing. Mm. Um, a couple people heard me sing. Um, Homegirl, no, Michael's lying. Homegirl Bella heard me sing, and she thought I was pretty good mm-hmm. a couple times, so she's like, always hypes me up. So I'm like, I mean, I could definitely get the job done. Don't get me wrong. Just a lot of auto-tune? No, not auto-tune. It's just, I mean, I don't think Morgan Wallen sounds the best, but his songs are still fire. Fair. This is the type of scenario we're into. By the same time, you know, I'm going to go. We're going to be, we're going to be, you know, doing what we do. So, okay, let's go into, let's go into some questions we have written. What is your favorite lyric that you wrote in one of my albums? This is a little tribute to the album. So, you know, it's going to make you want to listen. I think. I think Plucking Daisies is the, my favorite that I've written. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. 
you don't know, like you can't decide or you don't know because you don't know any of my songs. No, I know your songs. I wrote them. Oh, right, but like... I think the end of the chorus where it says, I'm falling and it's making me crazy because I'm plucking daisies while your love keeps wilting away. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, that's a lot of action coming out right now, so you guys just know that's just a little taste. But that's all you're getting, dog, for real. That's all you guys are going to get out of that. So, so that's your favorite lyric from Plucking Daisy. Mm -hmm. Okay, work. Um, I don't know any of the lyrics, so. I know I you don't. Know okay, if you had to, like, so look at country music today, and then if you had to say, Evan, you are most like this one artist, who would that one artist be? You already know my answer. Are you going to say Morgan Wallen? Yeah. <laughs> Who do you got? I got no one. What are you, you talking about? You are your own person. Are you saying I'm better than everybody? That is not what I'm saying. What are you saying? You are your own person. What do you mean? You're not going to be like anybody else, and you don't want to be like anybody else. You want to be your own person. Because if you're like someone else, you're not going to ever make it anywhere. Because they don't want the same person over and over. They want someone unique. That's it. I'll mess with that. Okay. Okay, so you've written all my songs, and despite the information I gave you about these girls who broke my heart, mm -hmm. where are you drawing inspiration from? Um, I have a folder of, like, lyrics that have just come to me through a lot of my own hardships. Mm -hmm. um, so some of that, like, I've obviously experienced heartbreak of my own. Right. So, like, that kind of helps me to write about heartbreak mm -hmm. because I understand it. But just, like, some of the stuff I wrote, I was saving for something else and I didn't know what I was going to put it into. So some of those lyrics showed up in these songs. Oh. So God just laid those lyrics. Sure did. Right into the project that needed to be in to earn mm -hmm. millions one day. Yeah, to earn me millions. Listen, you're laughing and talking sarcastically. I'm not. Right now. So then let's just jump to it. Do you think we're going to make millions one day? Bottom of your heart, what does it tell you? Do you think you're going to be working for Evan Heistrom Music or working with Evan Heistrom Music? Do you think you're going to be working with Evan Heistrom Music or do you think or do you think it's going to be a different outcome? Well, since you can't sing, it makes it a little hard to... Uh... I can sing, I just don't sing. Okay, well, if you can sing, I can. then there's a good chance if you get noticed, you could. I don't know what I personally think about it, because I haven't heard you sing. What does your heart tell you right now? My heart doesn't say anything. Okay, that's a lie. What does your heart tell you right now? If you, It says, so I'm going to do this real quick, okay? Just just be you making can, noises you in your mind. Okay, did you have some questions for me? Yeah, I have you a couple. Did? All right, run them off. Where did you get the... Uh, title for the greenhouse effect like what made you think of for greenhouse effect yeah I don't think I actually have no idea you just came up with it yeah I just came up with it I think I thought of the album cover first which mm -hmm. was me in a greenhouse mm -hmm. surrounded by daisies well does a greenhouse signify anything to you no I mean it's a glass building that holds like so are the daisies more important to you in this The instance? daisies were what I was hitting off of the most, I would say, yeah. But, you know, greenhouse effect could mean something. Eventually, maybe it just got put into my mind, and then it's going to end up meaning something. What do greenhouses exactly do? They the house plants. I know they house plants, but don't they do something special? They help them grow. 
Yeah, because the greenhouse is going to help. This album's going to help my heart grow to a different size. So I won't be rejected by women anymore. And then my next album's going to be a love song. All about love. And then when that heart gets broken, then we're going to have to do another heartbreak song album. Do you want to talk about uh, where your idea for Plucking Daisies came from? Plucking Daisies, it comes from this girl who I met through a mutual friend. And that mutual friend's name is Corinne. So I met this girl through Corinne, and then we were in like um, like a like a weird online talking thing. I say online, but it's like text talking thing, right? And then um, <clears throat> then that fizzled out. In her words, life happened, and then you know that like stopped everything. So then I was thinking like, damn, man, this kind of sucks really bad. But then I told actually I told my homeboy Destin, shout out Destin. I was in his room and I was like, I know this is coming because I'm a detective. I said, I know this is coming. And when it does come, I'm literally just gonna think about everything that comes to my head, write it down, and I'm gonna make song of the year out of it. You can ask Destin, that's exactly what I told him. But I didn't actually write anything down. I thought about things, I didn't write anything down. So from that heartbreak came the song Plucking Daisies. And Daisies is because her favorite flower is a daisy, she had a daisy tattoo. So I was like, you know what? I said, so you know what? Like that's cool, you know. It's it's the it's plucking daisies. It's you know like plucking that um those flowers away. And part of the song I'm actually gonna say, I don't even know if I made the final cut or not, but it's um she loves me, she loves me not plucking yes. out the daisy petals. Um, that's where it came from. Basically, that first heartbreak is where plucking daisies came from. Is that your first heartbreak ever? Yeah, bro. I, I was the. <laughs> Back back in the day, around fourth grade, Evan broke hearts. He didn't even care about nothing else. You were the heartbreaker. Yeah, fourth grade, that was crazy, man. I'm telling you right now. I had this homie hopper named Beja Canoose in third grade. Me and my boy, and my boy Elliot dated her for a week, and then she hopped, she broke up with him, and then started dating me. And then I was like, ah, shoot, bro, you a homie hopper. Didn't even realize it. Had to cut her off. And that's just one example. You got any more? <laughs> Not that I can think of. Have you experienced heartbreak since? Um, that you could like tap into. See, I would tap. I would tap into it. I really would. Mm -hmm. There's song. I'll let. I'll say this. I'll say this. Yes, and there's songs in the album about that heartbreak and about different heartbreaks. You know that I've had since that moment, and all of them are captured in the music. So I really think for you to better understand my heart and where it's at, which you have a good understanding, but you as audience members to better capture where my heart's at and how fragile it is. You just listen to the album, and I mean, everything will come to you, and you'll start, start understanding exactly how my true stories will turn me into the most profitable country music singer of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, we'll take a time out, and I am here to now sponsor our next series of events for LG and Co. I call it the Love Series. Series of Love. We're going to be going over. So basically, in my life and in LG and Co., with me and Owen's life, we have had a span of time where um, flowers have just been blossoming. Uh, let's start off with the most obvious and I think most public one. We got my boy Josiah and my boy Corinne got married. So expect that. Expect that. Episode one, Josiah and Corinne. We're going to be interviewing them. Marriage, what marriage is like. All about marriage and their union as one. And then we're going to go to my homeboy Brett and his girl Bells. Or Bella, and then we're gonna go over freshly engaged people, and then we're gonna talk about that. 
what's and then we'll talk about that and like you know how you know how that decision came to make you know the story behind it you know all, all the lovely lovely so if you are a love fest person like your heart bleeds blood like they do <laughs> I sure hope <laughs> if your heart bleeds blood, you're really going to like this series. And then our third is going to be actually you and Michael right here. And we're going to tap into the MC Cochran and Chase Can't Get Canceled Yet and how they started dating because they were recently dating, if you didn't know. So, yeah. Great question, Owen. Think of me. Um, what's what's your favorite song? That you wrote? Mm -hmm. Probably Plucking Daisies because that's the one that I've been most involved in. But Mama Wouldn't Approve, I really like Mama Wouldn't Approve, which is basically, oh, that's a name drop of a song. So another song we have is Mama Wouldn't Approve, and it's about, my mom was a deep Christian lady. I mean, she loves her Jesus. She's a was. She's still alive. I said, did I say was? That's my fault. She loves Jesus. And um, so, but, you know, me being an absolute stud of a man, you know, I sometimes... Theoretically, I don't bring home the best people. <laughs> so this is about a song about me. Hypothetically, this this one actually never happened. Me bringing home someone mama wouldn't be approved of. Like, you know, if, you, if you're picking my drift, picking up what I'm putting down. You picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. No, you're stepping in. Yeah? I'm you're smelling smelling. Your belly <laughs> hey, I believe we had a question earlier asking what's the weight of my heart. All right, let me lay this out to you. Well, actually, let's go to Chase first. Chase, what's the weight of your heart? Well, there's like levels. Okay. So the first level is food. So I love food. Uh-huh. Okay. And Word. once they've surpassed that, then it's just like kind of setting the scene for like what a relationship would be. So like I'm, I'd consider myself a hopeless romantic. Um, what does that mean? means I just, I love love, um, everything oh. about it. Like, she um, would love the series coming up on OGHL. Love it so much, yeah. Um, like, I just have always wanted my life to look like the movies, be swept off my feet. Mm -hmm. um, why are you laughing? I thought a really funny joke I'm not gonna say. Uh, be swept off my feet and just like everything that I saw growing up, like right. demonstrated. Um, and like these. Kim and Kanye. Yeah. Yeah, like Kim and Kanye. Would one of these examples be like when King Kong picked up that one lady? Nope. Kind of nope. <laughs> so you're not attracted to gorillas whatsoever? <laughs> so, um. <laughs> no, um, my parents, I think, modeled what love should look like from mm -hmm. a very young age. Um, and I always admired what they had and like as a kid I was always like ew but like yeah, but as I got older I was like this is this is like what I want mm -hmm. and so I think also I wanted someone to model what like how Jesus would yeah. um, like that unconditional love part because that's like obviously probably one of the most important traits if they can't love others, like, how are they supposed to love you? Right. Um, and so those are, like, those are, like, the important things. But, like, yeah, definitely, like, I've always wanted to be swept off my feet. So, like, oh. the bare minimum yeah. sometimes is enough. 
and then just going above that mm -hmm. is like just like icing on top. Yeah, that's really sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really sweet. I think you should safe on some of that first song. You're allowed to drop it, but if you make a song about Michael, I told you before. I told you I wouldn't. All right, perfect. Because if you make a song about Michael, you're losing all of the money that you get. Because <laughs> I'm not singing a love story about Michael personally. You probably could. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, um stop. I would say the way someone can tap in and get to my heart is you know I know. If you just, you know, walk up to me and then you just if you hey if a girl holler at me, I'm gonna respond to it, man. That's it? That's all it takes. If you say something be like, okay, like I respect that. Because hey for the first part like okay, there because there's been like different scenarios of um where females have like like if you tell like your best friend that like you think I'm absolutely gorgeous, which I get all the time. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna like listen to that. Like I mean I know it's like nice and like I'm flattered about it, but walk your hiney up here and tell it to me, and that does mm, so many more points. So you wanna be pursued? Absolutely. Listen, I've, I've been saying this. I'm an absolute dime piece. I know it now. I'm an absolute dime piece. And I said this the other day. I said, I'm not a darn roster spot. I'm the number one darn prospect. And you know, that's what I'm living by. Because, you know, I might not be your number one darn prospect, but someone out there, I'm the number one darn prospect. And that's the person I got to get to. So when you finish your scouting report, make sure you send me an offer straight away. We are making a, mu a music festival with one dead person, one alive person, and a person that no one likes, no, but you do. That's like an underground. Like, you like this person. I like, like You like person. their music, but you don't really know anybody else. Like, it's like, you're the original. Underground. You're gonna start a trend. Underground rap. Is that well known? Hmm, okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking of mine right now. You got yours? Yeah. You really do? All right. For my, I'm gonna go underground first. For my underground person that no one like really knows or talks about, I'm choosing myself. <laughs> so I got me up there, and then I'm rocking with my dead person, Kenny Rogers, obviously. And then you know, just to hit on top of it, mm, one or two, Morgan Wallen. And then us so three. you, Kenny Rogers, and Morgan Wallen. Yeah. <laughs> if she said one, it was gonna be Zach Bryan. That, but I still a duo. I mean, a, a trio. I mean, that's like. I mean, you in different stages of your life. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Ben sees the potential in me. All right, Chase. What are we looking at? Kay. Three people. So like, I would choose two for dead. I would be between two, but I think all time I'm gonna have to go with my queen, Whitney Houston. And then, um... Okay, Whitney. Hey, Whitney was great. She was. Insane. I wish I could sing like her. Um, and then Alive. Maroon 5. Who? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's five, five people, bro. No, that counts. That counts. That counts. It's a band. Whoa. All right. And hits then on, hits on, hits. Underground uh -huh. would be Lizzie McAlpine. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because she's... What kind of music? Very, like, indie... Folksy like of. the new Taylor Swift, where she wants to be. Huh? Like she Swift. could. Like oh, her I should songs could compete with that. I would say. What? When is the album dropping? 
Who has that? Joe Ash. Um, as of right now, we're looking at an April 1st album release date. Well, that's ironic. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> April 1st album release date. You do know that's April Fool's Day. Yes, I do know it's April Fool's Day. So April 1st release day, April Fool's Day, but also more importantly than April Fool's Day, it's my grandma's birthday. So that's why it's on April 1st, a tribute to Grandma Reed. What are the logistics behind this? So the logistics about this project? Yeah. See, that's okay, that's the thing. A lot of people just think this is like a big joke I've been saying around, including pretty much everybody and not limited to the people in this room, including my songwriters. They think this is a big joke. But no, this is serious stuff right here. Logistically, and all these people, I'm pretty sure I promised their kids to go through college if I get famous. Logistically, my team consists of Chase. I, I tried to think of, I tried to say her last name, but I couldn't. We got Chase as my songwriter. No, and then we have Ben Paris, who's the LG and Co. producer. He's the head of my media team. Slash yeah, marketing, you know, producing Manager type of guy. Merch. Manager. DJ's got the merch so he can make it look fire. Michael really doesn't do anything. But he's in this room. Actually, I've thought about that when I go on tour having someone preach. Then for, like, music-wise, you know, who's going to be on stage with me? Obviously, it's me in the middle, but we got to have someone who can play the guitar. But I'm going to be holding one. So we got my main man, Jaden Anderson, who is my lead guitar player. You're not playing the bass, Michael. But we are bass. So Jade Anderson, my lead guitar. Marcus is gonna be my backup vocals. And you know, maybe he's gonna hop on some songs. Like if we do like a uh, Morgan Wall and Broadway Girls type of thing, he can hop on that real quick. <laughs> um, anyone who wants to hop, anyone who wants to hop my church choir, you know, cause that's, that's gotta be in a couple songs, the church choir thing. They're gonna be in it. Um, I still have to find a publicist for jokes like that. I need a PR rep for jokes like that. My boy DT, Dylan Towers, is going to be involved in there somehow. So, yeah, he's going to run my security for my team. And then I have my boy Zach, who is um, my homegirl Born's boyfriend. He's running. Nope, 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 nope. Landon is the boyfriend. And my bad, Landon and Zach. Landon is the boyfriend. He plays about every single instrument and he records it all. Then my boy Zach, their friend, he's on the drums. So yeah, we got like a pretty legit team all being put together to make this final end goal of Evan Heisman music. And so yeah, people What's say- What's your name gonna be? Evan Heisman. It's just Evan Heisman. Why would I use anything else? Like an all lowercase Evan, like an Evan period. Or like Dana a, and Doug Heisman single-handedly created the best name God has ever given to this earth. E. Heisman. Evan, <laughs> e. Freshy, E. Heishy. Freshy E. Freshy, Freshy E. Eve. No, it's Freshy Evan Heisman, bro, that's the go-to name. Speculate on Marcus's rapper name. Through Broadway Girls. <laughs> Big Dirk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that, was, that was not me. That was not me. Dark and Whiskey. Dark and Whiskey. Alright, 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 alright. Before before OG and Coke gets canceled. But yeah. Just tell them the truth. We got you know the truth. Say woke. Yeah. Oh. Wokeness is not the truth. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's be bar. Wokeness is not Write the truth. Write that down. That's true. Than Michael White. Okay. All right. Back to the main topic here. It Which was just <laughs> Evan Heisman music. We're, we're slowly running out of ideas now. 
Can I ask you a question? I am the yeah. only one in the chat. I want you to give me your ideal first music video. Oh my gosh. But you actually had a dream about this last night. You were telling me. I did. But it was a rap song. Music video is um. On Yellowstone's Ranch. That'd be cool. What do you think? What For do you which think? song? It had to be Pussy Day. Okay, so the way I would envision it. Oh, okay, you go. For since it. you're the one singing, obviously. You, you can be in the music video. But you're the one singing the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're the center of it. Word, 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 word. So you would be standing in a field of daisies. Yeah. Holding a guitar, not naked, no. Uh, holding a, holding a guitar and singing yeah. the song, obviously. Uh -huh. And then since the album is hypothetically going to be called the greenhouse effect, yeah. Then there would obviously have to be shots of the greenhouse and like, I don't know, very whimsical vibes. Yeah. That's what I get. We're going whimsical with it. Yeah, that's what I see with the music video. Or I, I respect that. I respect that. That's a good idea. Like at golden hour. Oh, absolutely, it has to be. Yeah. But short time to record. So, kind of the same thing with you, except a little different. It's golden hour at my grandma Heishman's uh, farm, and we're just sitting in the field. We're gonna have to plant daisies, though. We plant daisies all around. I gotta have someone who, I have to have an actor. So if you guys are wondering, a female actor. A female actor that surpasses the true beauty of the girl I was with by at least 10,000 times. But yeah, so uh, acting out what I have to do, like an absolute 10 out of 10 baddie. Uh, Lainey Wilson type, but only in the bottom half. <laughs> Gotta go with Craigslist for that one. And the baddie. So an absolute you know, baddie that I'm in the field with, and like it's just recording the music video um, at Golden Hour, me singing it, but then you know it tells the story involved in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I have a question. I just want to, like, you guys do know that there are, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six off the top that I can see, um, albums called The Greenhouse Effect. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. One of them's got to be the best, right? <laughs> Who, who's the most famous person on that's made one? You do know there's a song called Plucking Daisies already, right? Are you from right now? Dead serious. Well, there's gonna be multiple. Songs. You know who one? You know who sings one of them? Who? Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. Well, yeah. You know, um, hmm. Chase. I just want to thank you for being on the podcast today mm -hmm. and explaining to our great viewers, me and you, and our country music. EP, label, EP, project. But anyway, thank you listeners for listening to this episode. Hopefully in the future you see me and Chase on top of billboards. And I'm sure this video, this podcast is going to get um, brought back to life whenever we make it famous again. So thank you, Chase, for being on the podcast. Absolutely. All right, LG and Country. We'll see you later. Thank you for watching this episode of LG and Co. Podcast. Hey, we'll see you guys next episode. Don't forget Always give a Chanka a chance. Peace out. Oh.